This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to the Clear of Victory. This is Bubbly. Who just joined the call? Good morning, Bubbly. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie Q. How are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing okay as well. I think I heard another thing. Did anybody else want to say good morning? Hey, it's Nikisha. Good morning. Good morning, Nikisha girl. How you doing? I'm exhausted, but I'm grateful to be back home safe and sound. I got my baby girl. Oh, God okay. is good. Cool, cool, cool. Amen. Yeah. God is good. Mm-hmm. We're going to find my headset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, glad that you made it back, sweetie. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Anybody else join the call? Morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Hey, good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday to you as well. Good morning, Victory family. It's Rochelle. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Hey, good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you as well. Good morning, it's Sunshine. Um, this is Tracy's sister. Good morning and God bless everyone. Good morning, hey, Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Dee Dee. Blessings. Hey, Dee Dee. Blessings to you too, sweetie. Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Good morning and welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Anybody else join the call? Good morning, it's Diane. Hey, good morning, D one. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Can anybody else join the call? I would like to say good morning. Real quick, I just wanted to um, 
update the victors on my cousin, Cece, the little baby whose mom passed away during childbirth. Um, she's doing really good, and hopefully today or tomorrow they'll allow us um, via video camera to watch her progress. So keep praying, y'all. Thank you. Amen. Well, just me. Good morning. Welcome to the crowd. This is lovely. Happy Tuesday. Anybody else trying to call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. What's that? Good morning. Hey. Hey, good morning, ladies. Happy Tuesday. Okay. Curse my head. Good morning. Welcome to the Queen Victory. This is lovely. Happy Tuesday. Anybody else join the call? They would like to say good morning. No, you got to call 911. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, everything is okay. Ooh, excuse me, it's 6 5 Give me a second so I can get to the screen. Good morning. Welcome to the Crab Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Oh, great. Good morning. Welcome to the Crab Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Did anybody else want to say good morning before we get started? Okay. Forgive me, y'all. <laughs> there we go. Excuse me. <clears throat> Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. This is Swanita. Did you say Juanita? Swanita. With Swanita? an S. Swan. Oh, Swanita. Oh, Swanita. Good morning. <laughs> okay, what's the name? Good morning. morning. <laughs> Sorry. Good morning. I had that morning deep voice. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay, sweetie. Oh, today is, oh, okay, there we go. There we go, okay, there we go. Sorry. I need my glasses on. That's what's problem. <laughs> so I can see. Oh, righty, it is 6.06. I do apologize for being a little late. So, okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello and good morning. My name is Deborah, a.k.a. Bubbly, and I am your hostess this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in March for the monthly theme entitled Acceleration. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. You will definitely be blessed. There are three announcements today. First, please join the 
Join us for TNT Bible Study tonight with Pastor Lavelle Jones right here on this call from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Second, Declare Victory is having a family reunion on May 30th, 2020 from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Registration is required ahead of time. Look for the Eventbrite invite link in the Victory Room on our Facebook page for more information and to buy your ticket electronically. We are selling pre-tickets so that we Excuse me, we can buy the supplies, awards, raffle prizes, and, and gifts needed for the special event. So please purchase as soon as you can. An event like this, an event this big takes time to plan. If you are not local and you are sure that you cannot make this event, please consider making a donation at Cash App, dollar sign, declare victory. I'll repeat that. If you would like to make a donation at, um, for this event, please donate at Cash App. Dollar sign, I declare victory. Your generosity will help ensure that everything is covered ahead of time. We pray many blessings be returned to you for your love and support. Last but not least, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit www. Dot declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory. Cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. I'll repeat that information once one more time. Um, www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me, excuse me, forward slash declare victory or through the cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returning you for your giving and trusting in Him. I did not see any um, declare, I mean, excuse me, any prayer requests online, but Stevie is asking that we continue to pray for um, her little baby cousin and that we continue to trust God and believe that He is and can do all things but there, and we know he is a healer. Amen. The order of the call this morning is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Didi. The declaration will be done by Dion. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Didi. The declaration will be brought by Dion. The scripture for today is Second Corinthians 3 and 18. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the glory, the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to please put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Didi. Blessings, everyone. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is the highest praise. So we thank you, Father. God said, I was there in the beginning, and I'll be there when you get to the end. I am all-seeing, all-knowing, almighty, ever-showing. I am God. 
I am God all by myself. I don't need any help. I can handle things on my own. I am the first and the last. Whatever you need, open up your mouth and just ask for I am God. Just be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted amongst the nation. I will be exalted in the earth. Hallelujah. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we, declares, will remember the name of the Lord our God. God claims earth and everything in it. God claims the world and all who live on it. He built it on ocean foundations, laid it out on river girders. Who can climb Mount God? Who can scale the holy north face? Only the clean-handed, only the pure-hearted, men who won't cheat, women who won't seduce. God is at their side. With God's help, they make it. With God's help, they make it. This, Jacob, is what happens to God-seekers, to God-questers. Wake up, you sleepyhead city. Wake up, you sleepyhead people. The king of glory is ready to enter. Who is this king of glory? God-armed and battle-ready. Wake up, you sleepyhead city. Wake up, you sleepyhead people. King of glory is ready to enter. Who is this king of glory? God of the angel armies. He is the king of glory. So why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. My salvation and my God. Oh, magnificent God, how we worship you this morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Have your way this morning with us. Father, I thank you for this brand new day. It's a day that we've never, ever seen. Thank you, Father, for just another chance to do this thing called life. Father, and forgive us. Forgive us. If there's anyone who woke up in a bad mood, please mute your line or complaining about being stuck in their home instead of being grateful that they have a home to be stuck in. We should be grateful for this opportunity to just be able to get up and get on a prayer call, to be able to see, to hear, to walk, to talk. Hallelujah. For all we should really have right now, no matter what, is an attitude of gratitude. Because you blew your breath in our lungs, God. So we have to pour out a praise. We have to pour out a praise this morning of just hallelujah and thank you, Jesus, for the right now. Lord, I'm asking that you just continue to bless and keep each and every person on the line, every one of the victors, God. You know it's your grace and your mercy, God. It's your mercy and your grace that has kept us. I thank you right now for a sound mind, a mind to get on the call, a mind to even pray over distraction. Because that's nothing but the enemy. So we thank you this morning because you know all about each and every one of this, of, of God. I'm sending prayers up for Brother Andrew and for Sister Julia and for Pastor Abel who's out doing a essential work on the front line. Cover and protect him and all those who have to be out there, Father God. And, Lord, you know the praise. You heard the cries of your people. And if you, you've already done it, God, and if you don't do anything else, we say thank you. I'm crying out for the homeless, the ones that don't have shelter. Lord, I just read the domestic violence is at an all-time high. Oh, God, Father, just cover and protect. Despite how it seems right now, God, we know that you are just, you are God and there's none like you. And there will be a reckoning. There will be a kingdom restored through all of this. God is on the side of the oppressed and the abused. I believe that the children that may be in harm's way, bless and keep them. Lord, thank you for being Jehovah Nisei. Thank you for covering and keeping all those elderly people that are shut up in the convalescent homes and they can't have visits right now, God. 
They may be feeling lost because dementia and Alzheimer's is taking over and it's making it worse. Some elderly that are living alone out there and they're afraid to just go out to the stores or whatever and they don't have anybody. And nobody is checking on them, God. Lord, the lonely, some people are fearful. Some people are fighting depression. God, they're fighting mental illness. But your word says for us to be anxious for nothing. And some of us are riddled with anxiety, even listening on the call right now. But you said to cast every care on you because you care about everything that concerns us. We have to give faith over to fear. We have to give fear over to faith and just trust you. We have to give direction over disbelief. We can't be worried about what's going on. We have to turn our words our worry into worship. Oh, thank you, Jesus, this morning. And I'm trusting you for baby Cece. I'm trusting you that Xavier is still healing and for little Lala and for Mama Eva and Pop Fisher and for all those, um, Pastor Elder Starks and the Bradford family as they are mourning the loss of Sister Betty Bradford. God, my sister Sonia lost her mother. Lord, bless and keep them. We know you to be our provider through even this time, Father God. We know you to be Jehovah Jireh. We know you to be our protector. We know you to be Jehovah Nisei. And we know you to be Jehovah Rapha, our healer. We have seen it for our own self-eyes, God. We don't have to just read about it. We have seen it, so we thank you. We know that you can be the peace in the midst of calamity because you are Jehovah Shalom, and we thank you for that, Father. Have your way. Have your way. You have our attention. You have us in a place of humility. And your word says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Oh, we need a healing. We need a healing for our land. We need a healing for our souls. But God, you are also bringing families together like never before. There are some families that have to come together right now. So we see what you're doing and we thank you. So by faith, we freely follow you each day, taking taking a step one day at a time, sweet Jesus, because our hope is in you. Our trust is in you. Our joy is in you. I don't know. I'm keeping my eyes on you for you have never let me down because you are a promise keeper. Hallelujah. You did it before. You'll do it again because you're the same God. You are a restorer. You are a restorer, God. Thank you for being a restorer because we're going to see a victory even in the calamity. God, you're going to, you are again restoring broken relationships. Children are coming home that's been out in the streets. I know it. I know it. Some children have been gone for years, but they've come home. Oh God, you are good. You are good because you have called us to settle relationships with each other. And it's bigger than the the virus. Hallelujah. You're bigger than that. You want your family to be known for loving each other. So Father God, I just thank you. And, and Victors, as we take our phones off of mute this morning and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph, even if victory looks like defeat right now in your life, give him glory because we do it. Give thank him praise. Jesus. We give God him praise this morning. We thank you, Father Thank you. 
I want to thank you, Father God, because you go before we know that you've even gone to win our war. Hallelujah. Your love becomes our greatest defense, God. Thank you for being our defender. Thank you for being our defender, God. And all we have to do is praise you. All we have to do is worship you and just bow down. We don't worry. We'll worship. We activate faith. We activate our faith in these times. Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory all the honor. Lord, help us just to be consistent, to use wisdom, to pray without ceasing, and to believe we receive when we pray. Lord, may we be humble in every situation. Put other needs before ours. Father God, not be so irritated in this season, but just to rest and know that you are in control. Let us walk in love for real. We know that love covers it all. As I pass the call to my lovely sister, Dion, amen. Sorry, guys. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. And happy Tuesday to each and every one of you. I am praying that all is well in your home. Uh, somebody needs to mute their phone for us real quick. Um, that the quarantine has been a blessing to you. I'm um, praying that you are not uh, frustrated by being stilled by uh, our greatest authority, and that is our heavenly host. I'm praying that you're not allowing um, this season to be wasted, but that you are using it to cultivate your spiritual muscles. It is a necessity um, in this season. There are things that I know Um, God wants to get to you. So I just want to encourage each of us this morning. um, The word says that faith worketh patience. And so as we believe God, he is going to extend to us uh, additional patience in this season. And in so doing, um, I believe that he is going to clear up some of our capacity to hear him better, some of our capacity uh, to seek him Uh, more deeply, some of our capacity to trust him from a very different place, some of our capacity to reveal to us some truth about who we are, some things that we need to intricately uh, surrender to the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you are practicing his presence. And when I say that, I say that to say that you are intentional about Sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening, not telling him what you need, not telling him uh, about your feelings or emotions, but simply telling him that you appreciate that he's a good, good father. Amen. Amen. I want to um, encourage us to pray for two specific areas today and tomorrow I'm going to give you two specific bullets as well. Today I'm asking that you pray for social workers, uh, social workers who are still out in the field um, as people that are suffering and or dealing with mental illness are being turned away from the hospital, unable to get their treatment. There was a social worker that was murdered doing her job yesterday. 
Um, and so just be in prayer for her and her family. Um, I will post her name. I didn't get it. I just happened to see a post this morning of a, a family friend of mine. I also want us to pray for healthcare workers and their protection in this season for healthcare workers and social workers. Um, I have several friends that are social workers that still have to go out in the field to homes during um, our practicing social distance. I also pray that you are taking seriously uh, the things that are implemented by the laws of the land, knowing um, that measures and precautions are being taken to keep us uh, physically healthy in this hour. I also pray that you are taking advantage of eating well and exercising. Uh, I come against the spirit of obesity in Jesus' name <laughs> during this season and the snack demons. Amen. Amen. Um, so there absolutely is a word. I thank God for um, just how clearly uh, I can hear him in this season. I'm very grateful um, that I, I don't know if you on the line are uh, aware of it, but it's almost as if he primed us for this season, even restructuring the order of the call. It's almost as if uh, we have a heads up on some things shifting in the atmosphere. And I am grateful. Even the declaration um, theme for this month and the reality of the fact that we are sitting in the center of a season of acceleration where those that may have been second guessing the truth of who God is are now starting to have questions. Those that are uh, atheists and agnostic are now considering perhaps, uh, just maybe, maybe there's something to this God thing. I am grateful that we have an opportunity to begin to move in our giftings and our callings according to what we were created to do. And to me, I am grateful that I'm not surrounded by a bunch of uh, scary cats, um, folks that uh, are terrified. I am grateful. While I know that there may be some anxiety, uh, I'm believing that even in this season, God is going to refresh your faith. I am believing that from the bottom of my heart. And so um, this morning, we are going to be coming out of uh, Philippians the fourth chapter, and while we've heard this and probably read this a, a million, a, a, a trillion times, uh, I am considering that God is speaking very prophetically in this season to those that would be open to hear the truth of God's word. I'm believing that he is giving supernatural downloads and supernatural uh, understanding and wherewithal to those. Um, that would agree with what heaven already says about you, right? Um, to be very honest, I'm excited about what's about to manifest. And as odd as it may sound, uh, for as difficult as my last uh, several years has been, I don't feel discomfort. I don't feel uncomfortable. I am not frustrated um, as I was put on quarantine 
several years ago. And so for me, this has become um, a lifestyle. I normally only go outside a couple of days a week. And so uh, it just, it amazes me how when you get in the center of God's will and for real, um, you start to put off your own understanding of who you believe you are and start to walk into the very gullies of identity through the truth of God's word and through spending time in his presence, he will position you in such a way that you never miss his move. And I'm not saying that I have it all figured out. Please, ma'am, please, sir, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you um, surrender everything that you are to who he is, um, even with your quackmires and your qualms and your missteps, there's something that happens internally that starts to remind you that Romans 8 and 28 is certain, right? And so um, I'm going to start Philippians, the fourth chapter, um, the third verse. Yes, I ask you also, true companions, um, help these women who have lorded, who have lorded side by side with me in the gospel, um, and this is the ESV version, together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names, listen, whose names are in the book of life. And I'm going to say it again, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious, listen, about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto man, unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, hallelujah, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Now, this is God talking about himself. Practice these things. Practice my presence. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have received your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. So before this, we didn't have an opportunity to go this deep in. Hallelujah. Um, now, mind you, this is a letter from Paul, right? Written to the church of Philippi. And so um, 
Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned, listen, I have learned in whatever situation I am in to be content. Content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and a place of facing hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. And you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning, the gospel, in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. I want to be the one that God says you entered into partnership with me. You came into agreement with me, even in Thessalonians. Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. I want to be the one who sends help. I want to be the one who is feet and boots on the ground, making sure that it's not just my needs that are met, but those that are around me. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. So the goal is that we are expecting, that we are acting and not just standing completely still. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied having received from Ephroditus the gift you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. Will you be one of the ones who sacrifice? And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To God and Father be glory forever. Amen. And so um, I'm going to read just this last piece. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you and be in your spirit. And so I, I want to talk a little bit about being content in all things. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce around just a little bit because what I need us to know in this season is that every single thing that occurs in the earth was already arranged. Um, and I also want to give you this warning. Somebody might not agree with me, and I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with me. But even in this season, keep your mouth off of the set man that God allowed to be put in place. And I'm talking about uh, Donald Trump. Don't keep saying a whole bunch of stuff. I'm just telling you something that the Holy Spirit showed me last night. Just keep, don't worry about it. Right, you don't have to feel any kind of way. Um, the word of God says that we're supposed to pray for those in leadership, and you may not agree with him, you may think he is not the most intelligent man, but I'm just telling you right now, it's not coincidental and it's not accidental. He hasn't uh, uh, done anything that was not pre death time, God knows exactly what he's doing, and so be very careful in how you speak about what's going on. Um, I want us to get uh, to a place where we are always in a, the, the posture of rejoicing. 
in good times and in bad times and comfort and in discomfort. I'm, I'm asking that you would find your place of worship consistently uh, and you would invite the power of the Holy Spirit uh, to, to rest wherever you are. We're in a good position to do what Philippians 4 and 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We are also positioned um, as the ecclesia or the body of Christ, the church in and of itself to allow the people in the world to see us uh, being reasonable. Right, using uh, our God-given wisdom and the revelation of the word and the truth of the word of God, that it is visible that we are affable, that we are agreeable, that we are teachable. Um, and, and I'm not saying in a spirit of passivity, but what I am saying is that we are level-headed. We are not the ones complaining about how bored we are. If you bored, pick up your word. I dare you. You bored, get on your face and worship. You bored, I dare you to call up five or six sisters and sisters or brothers or whoever and pray um, for our nation. Pray for the lost. Uh, do a Facebook Live. You say you want to be a preacher? Here's your chance. You say you want to get on the mic? Here's your chance. Start to speak to the sinners and the lost. Start to uh, address those that may not have uh, the, the position or the placement or the thought process that you have with regard to the truth of who God is. But more than anything, here is a moment and an opportunity for us to practice a level of self-control that everybody can't stand in. Uh, I know some of you may be laid off work. Some of you may be in a situation where your finances, um, you don't know where your next little dollar is coming from. Honey, let me tell you a little secret. I practiced for all of y'all for some years, like literally. Um, it's one of the places that God uses to refine you uh, in the areas of trusting him with money right? Trusting him to really be Jehovah Jireh, to really be God, your provider, to really be the one who meets all of your needs where you are not hustling or uh, doing things illicitly in an effort to get your needs met, right? You're not intervening with the will of God for your life. You're actually positioned for a miracle. And so um, the word says, the Lord is at hand, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. Now, when it says make your request known unto God, it's not talking about the basic needs that you have. I need to let you know that God is extremely wise. Uh, nothing about him is slack or short concerning you, that every single need or provision that you are in need of He's already got covered. So when it talks about requests, these are things that you don't need, but that are on your heart because he has given you the desires of your heart. Here is a perfect opportunity uh, in this season where wealth transfer is imminent that you begin to ask God for things that you would technically think are out of your reach. This is a, a, a beautiful platform for experiencing miracles 
signs and wonders. And wouldn't it be wise if your requests weren't uh, things of liquidity or necessarily tangible, but they were things of wisdom, understanding, insight, revelation, knowledge to manage people. There are some people that have gotten promotions in this season where you used to be uh, the one in the background and now God has moved you to the front. I, I can say that for Didi for sure. Didi went from being uh, an, an assistant to being a, a lead teacher. And it may be temporary, but it's a setup uh, for a, a repositioning. There are some things that are happening in the spirit. And, and when we allow our hearts not to be riddled with what we see or what we hear, what we experience is the aligning of what God already had in mind for you, right? So what that does is it gets you into a location of occupying the peace of God, that peace that's in excess, that peace that's almost overwhelming, that peace that has the power to overtake you in such a way that your understanding begins to change, right? And so, so what it does now is it now builds up your resistance to what we see. It builds up your resistance to what you think you hear. Because if we don't know anything, we know that if the enemy can have your peace, Right, or if the enemy can have your joy, it's then that he gets to your peace, right? We know that the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? So we find ourselves occupying this place of peace that surpasses all of our understanding and will guard our hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus, right? So Dion, how, how do you get there, right? So then this is like the perfect formula for what could be considered calamity or crisis. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is any, anything worthy of praise, think about these things, right? Look, then he says, what you have learned and received from me. This is the question. What have you learned? What is it that you've received from him? Have you in real life positioned yourself prior to all of this? Because just because you hear something does not mean you receive it. Just because you hear something does not mean that it is absorbed into who you are. Just because you hear something does not mean that you'll retain it or you'll resort to it in trying times. But right up and through here, this is where you get to, to do a scales or a checks and balance. Right. This is where in, in, in the um, in, in the sales world or in the uh, measurement world, we call it uh, a start and a stop. Right. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me right now, all we're doing is the operation of multiplication. Right. We are duplicating that which he demonstrated from from his entire the beginning of his ministry until the end of his ministry. And so we know that Paul was the man. 
right? He came and he walked out what he had seen Jesus do. He walked out what he had uh, walked alongside of Jesus and observed. He walked out every single thing that God had called him to in such a way that he was considered the master teacher. He was considered the one who understood who Jesus was so much so that he authored so much of what it is that we study today and live by that if we pattern our lives after who he patterned his life after, and that's all it is, that's all it is, that's all it is in a world where we are inundated with now um, people who are mm, not certain. Um, people who have done things a certain way, people who have allowed themselves to be diluted by culture, uh, people who are uh, caught up in their own motives and intentionality. But now here we have the truth of God's word, and he's telling us right up and through here, all we have to do is number one, rejoice, right? Now, now get this. In 4 and 10, it says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have received your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but had no opportunity. You have to be worried about me before this. You didn't have to be concerned about me prior to this hour. Thank you so much for your concern. But look, I learned from the master teacher. This is, this is Paul speaking to them. It, it, was, it was all good. And I know there's now trouble in the land. There's uh, situations and circumstances. And now here, all you got to do is uh, open up your mouth, right? Open up your mouth and begin to seek after the Father, begin to spend time in his presence, right? Because Paul, Paul said, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever, hallelujah, situation I am in to be content, learned how to abase and learned how to abound. I've learned how to be brought low and I've learned how to, to uh, stand firm. But in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty of hungry, abundance, and need. But get this, right up and through here, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. This time that's set apart for somebody that is created to author a book, for somebody that's created to author a course or start a business, for somebody who you know God has been pulling and tugging on you to do things specifically and you've been dragging your feet. Listen, now is that time to demonstrate that number one, Every single thing that God said about who you are is, it's the truth. Every place that you've been sloth and every place that you've been uh, practicing old habits and old traditions, this is a season of sanctification where God has set us aside, set us down, and put us in a position where, number one, we got to listen. Or not, you put your fingers in your ears and say, I'm not listening, I'm not listening, if you want to. But this month's topic is acceleration. Here is a season where you have an opportunity to sow. Somebody knows that they're supposed to be going out to meet needs of the homeless in spite of. Somebody knows that you have a, a specific ministry of nothing other than uh, uh, speaking to and teaching your family 
and, and, and bringing them back into worship. Dee Dee prayed it this morning that some of us, some of your children um, hadn't been around and hadn't been home. What are you doing with the time, right? In that, this is a time where we can set aside time for those loved ones and friends who don't believe God. I believe that there's going to be a great breaking and a great shifting for some of us whose children have been addicted. Hallelujah. The, the streets are dry and I'm sure they'll find their way to what it is that they need. But some of us have the ability now to begin to ask God, Lord, on the trading floors, what is it in my bloodline that has little Johnny stuck? What is it in my uh, thought process that has me stuck. We have an opportunity right here and right now where we can get to that all things place, where we start dealing with all the things that God has been trying to get us to pay attention to for a length of days in an effort to get to the next level, right? Because when this is over, life as we knew it will never be the same. And what we do in this season is what will make the difference, right? And so, so now here we are bearing kingdom burdens. And so we are sharing in the low. We are sharing in the trouble. This is a, a universal collective effort, right? And so he, here we go into partnering with what the word of God already said about who we are. We're partnering. Uh, and, and one of two things will happen. Either you'll stand in resistance or you'll stand in agreement with what the word already says about us. Right, so here we have an opportunity to be love and light and salt. Here we have an opportunity where we go outside where people are uh, not just practicing social distancing, but they almost scared to look at you. I make it a point to say, good morning. How are you? I'm glad you're well. Look at somebody in their eyes and let them know that's not giving somebody something tangible, but what it is doing is allowing somebody to know that they're still here, they're still alive, they're still human, and there's yet still hope, and they too can do all things through Christ Jesus. It's an opportunity for us not to hoard anything, but to pay for somebody uh, something, even though your little money is slim. Uh, ask somebody outside that's homeless. Uh, if they ask for $2, don't necessarily have $2. You've only got your debit card, go inside. Ask them, do they want something from the store? It's an opportunity, you guys. It's an opportunity. And, and I know maybe all you got is beans and rice. Honey, make two pots. Make one for y'all and one for them. Buy little uh, knickknacks, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Take them out. This whole bunch of people hungry. Whole bunch of people outside sleeping in their car, trying to sleep in safe places to make sure they don't wake up dead. Right? So, so don't ever allow yourself to complain about the situation. Don't allow yourself to get frustrated with the scenario, but trust God and ask him, in this hour, what am I supposed to be doing? Are you called to the uh, office of a teacher? That's a tight line to walk. But right up and through here, you got a perfect opportunity to shoot your shot, child. You've been waiting for a platform. Now you got one. The playing ground is level. Right? Are you called to do uh, read a book to kids? That would be awesome. 
right? Are you called to children's ministry? You have reading story time hour, child. Have you been an artist and you've been sneaking? What is it that you call to do? You got some seniors in your neighborhood that you know are scared to death to go outside? Knock on their door and leave a note. Tell them to write you a, a grocery list. And I, like I said, I know all of us are dealing with things, but there are things that we can do in this hour that allow people to know that we're mindful, to allow people to know that we are a city on a hill set apart, to allow people to know that we are not the classic uh, 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 hypocritical Christians, but that we actually have a desire to be help. That's what Paul was grateful. Thank you. You, you are the ones that partner with me. <laughs> didn't, no, didn't nobody partner with me but y'all. So this morning, I just want to encourage you. I want to remind you that all of the things that God has been allowing you to experience to get you to this place, for some of us, our lives have gotten tightened up. For some of us, our lives has, have been restrained and you've been arrested in some areas and God is not confused or slack concerning you. He knows exactly where you are. And he desires that ultimately he extracts the very best out of all of us. And so I pray this morning that we take this opportunity uh, to lengthen our cords and strengthen our stakes because soon we'll be bursting on the left and on the right. I also want to encourage you for your ministries that you attend consistently. Don't slack in giving so that when it's all said and done and when the, uh, the dust blows over, you'll have a place of worship to go back to. For real, y'all. For real. Right. I didn't say DV. I said your home church. If, if you want to give something to DV, that's fine. But I'm telling you, the brick and mortar places whose overhead is not going away because we're not occupying it, not going away because we're not meeting on Sunday. But if you have a pastor, I would encourage you to support your pastor. Don't forget that tithes is not optional. It is your obligation. It's your responsibility as a believer, and it goes to the storehouse. Whatever you give here is extra. So I just want to encourage you to do that because I know the hardship that pastors are going to be facing in going back, and the reality is a whole bunch of them won't be going back. Right? This is a great cutting away. This is the wheat and the tear growing together. This is a sifting and a shaking. The wind in this season is blowing away. My turbanzi, I say, is blowing away the chase. And I, I need you guys to be aware, right? This is not a game. <laughs> this is not a game. This is specifically for the believers to arise, right, and stand flat-footed and declare and decree that we are the church and not just in word, but in who we are. This is a place of shifting and changing where God is starting to reveal the hearts and the motives of people. And he's about to rearrange some things. Some of you that have been in the back, God is calling you to the front and he's giving you the room. He's giving you the space to be prepared for when you're called upon so that when you open up your mouth, power and authority falls out. He's taking 
you from a place of confusion into a place of solid identity. He's shifting your understanding and your thought process so much so that it aligns and it agrees with the heavens, but it's going to require some early morning get up, some 3 a.m., some 1 a.m. Whenever he wakes you, it's going to require taking some risks that you weren't willing to take. It's going to require getting over your pride and your place of comfort so that he can advance you into different spaces and different territories. It's going to set you apart so that people that didn't know you existed are going to look for you for expertise. People you didn't know were going to start to seek you out for the gifting and the calling that is on your life that goes without repentance. It's a season of separation. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. It, 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 and I, I specifically hear the Lord say, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right? And so you got to ask yourself what you are putting at the forefront and at the top of everything that you are and everything that you do, so much so that God is going to begin to pull you into a place of leadership that you never thought you would arrive in, but it will call for a sacrifice. It will call for doing the work. We talk about that all the time. It will call for you making an executive decision, right? That this time is not just going to be about Netflix. This time is not just going to be about uh, chit-chatting with your homies on the phone. This time you'll spend some consecrated time and say out of your mouth, God, sanctify me. Whatever is not like you, show it to me. Show me the origin so I can disavow it, come out of agreement with it, repent for it, and begin to change the model. God, whatever is in my heart that is keeping me from being everything you called me to be, show me. Help me to see it. And help me not to be afraid to abandon my agenda for your already predestined will. And so with that said, y'all here, I'm a little excited this morning. I love you guys. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited because I know how many leaders are on this line. Um, I know how many leaders are on this line. I want to say this publicly. Um, Eric and Juliet, super proud of you. I just saw your first YouTube. I could jump up and down. My eyes filled with tears. Um, for those that have been Submitting, submitting, submitting. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, I'm so excited. I can't see straight, right? And because God is the greatest power, we will never be defeated. This is a season of harvest, guys. This is where we planted. Uh, there's about to be a great spring forth. I'm excited because the things that you've been working on, the things that you've been afraid of, this is a season of overcoming that. And so with that said, okay, I'm going to shut up because I'm super excited. I love you guys. It, good morning, everybody. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Morning. Good morning. Good morning, sister. Happy Tuesday. Hey, baby. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Good morning. Good morning, family. I love y'all. Good morning. 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 Good morning.
morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard my brother too. It's your mom. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Hi, mommy. My mommy's here. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Bless all Hallelujah. Good morning, Sister Jackie. Good morning, Dion. I know. Hey, Sister Jackie. We got to say hey to Sister Jackie. Good morning, Sister Jackie. Good morning, Victory family. Good morning, Mama Jackie. <laughs> hey, man. I'm smiling like I'm two. Good morning, family. Good morning, Mother Jackie. Good morning. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, y'all, we can get right into it. I pray that. Um, something I said encouraged you. I pray that something I said empowered you. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary this morning? Hey, it's Dee, Dee. Hey. I just wanted to say thank you for reminding us to watch talking about the, the you know the leader. That 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 needed to be said across the board because I know a lot of us. I mean, I think we we joke, but we're not joking, but we have to, what you said, and I'm glad because I was thinking about that same thing last night, to um, be more strategic in wh- what I say and how I pray. So I thank you for bringing that, that uh, part out. And as usual, you always give us good food. So I thank you, sister, and I love you, and I love me some Jackie. Okay, I'm going to mute, but I'm getting excited. Hi, <laughs> love Dee Dee. Love you, too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That that was hard for me to even spit out my mouth, child. But but I understand though. I'm not I'm not confused. I get it. I understood the instruction when I got it. I was like, oh okay, we tripping, huh? Yeah. Okay. Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, it's Trishonda. Great declaration hey. this morning. Um, Amen. We uh. That we gotta press in. That's um, it's a it's a good time, and I know um, we've been prepared for such a time as this. So to God mm-hmm. be the glory. Amen. Listen, I got I got tickled while everybody is getting ready. We've been having church online <laughs> for years. Right. Right. Hallelujah. Prepared. Prepared. Like for real. Ahead of ahead of the ball. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Bubbly. Um, Hi, birthday girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, still in that mode. Thank you. Um, Now you threw my thoughts off. See, (laughs) okay, I thought it was. You know what? What you said about the time that we have now to really press in can really, you know, stop doing all the other things I was doing. I said, that was nothing but confirmation because my TV just would not work last night, right? And I was like, okay, I, you know, I, if I could be that consistent with my walk in Christ, then I am trying to get this team, you know what? Um, so I can watch three words. <laughs> you know, I was like, ooh. I, I kept doing, I kept doing. I was like, you know, I just sat there for a minute 
and I was like, oh, I was like, um, hmm, what else could I be doing, right? Right. I need to get, you know, back and get my business straight and this, that, and the third and all that, right? And I was like, hmm. Okay, well, that's going to always be here because I know God gave it to me, so I will be able to do whatever it is he needs me to do. So when you said that this morning, I was like, ooh, okay, that was confirmation right there. You know, blue bloods can be streamed forever in the day or whatever, but God is more important than that in my life. You know, sometimes we get wrapped up in stuff and we forget, or I can't say we, I forget. Um, I need to be in my word. You know, what it is, they say, what choose today, choose today. What it is, how, who you going to serve today? You can't serve two masters. It's one or the other. So I thank God that you said that this morning because it was so necessary. And trust me, when I get off this call, I will be back in my word, get into my studying and everything because now is the time. If you can't say, well, I don't have time because I got to do this and I got to do that. No, this is the time. Give God his time. Give God his place. Because he's just sitting there waiting for us to come and talk to him. I can talk right. If I can talk to the TV, I can talk to him. <laughs> so I just let really let you know what your word said did not just fall on. What is that you guys say? I'm not that you guys say. I think it's fallow ground. You know, it's, it's, it's the water has been stirred. Okay, so what you going to do? <laughs> you going to jump it to me? You going to get into the pool or not? Right. So you just so let's thank you so much for that because it was so necessary. Like I said, it was confirmation on what I was thinking mm-hmm. or what God was placing in my heart last night. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Love you and you answer Sister Jack. I miss you guys. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Bubba. Hey Dion. Hey. Hey, 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 family. Thank you for the word this morning. It was totally a blessing as always and so um just thinking about the the time this going through this time so you know my situation as far as having been ordered to retire or moved into retirement and then i got the little job and i struggled and struggled so now while i'm sitting in the house i'm not working a little job but i thank god for the peace that he's given me in my soul in my very being that it's all right he's got me and i don't have to worry about anything so I, I just really appreciate God and I appreciate your encouragement and DV for just being a very supportive family and the love. Love you all. Love you too, girl. Love you too. I just want to say hello, to Mother Jackie. Miss you with your okay. cute self, honey. Who is that? Barbara? No, Ravonda. Oh, hey, Ravonda. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I wanted to jump in. I am getting ready to go out and take advantage of the senior time that the stores have made for us old people. So I have my mask and I have my gloves and, and I'm going out and pick up a few things. But I just wanted to say in my prayer time this morning, the song the Lord put on my heart was, He is Lord. And every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. But I want to say, Dion talked about Philippians 4, verse 11. He says, I have learned how to be content no matter what. So it's kind of like in a worldly sense saying, I'm going with the flow. So we can all do that and trust God. And you also commented 
uh, you you talked about Romans eight twenty eight that everything is working for our good. So we can rest because he is Lord. He is Lord, and he has control over all of this. So pull up your bootstraps, buckle your seatbelt, and enjoy it. Philippians 4, 11. Be content, 4, 13. You can do all things through him because he is our strength our refuge, and our hope. Baby, I love you. You did an excellent declaration. And since I'm in the house, then I'm going to be listening more often. God bless each and every one of you. Trust in the Lord. That's all I got to say. Bye. Amen, Sister Jackie. So glad. I love you, sweetie. It's um, it's Krishanda again. Um, There's... I know during the season, a lot of people uh, might be shaking at their, in their boots at times um, because sometimes it can be a little bit scary. But um, I just want uh, to remind us all to remember the things that we're grateful for and the times that God brought us through before. So every time we start shaking in our boots, remember if you did it before, he'll do it again. Spend time in praise and worship to focus on um, giving him all the glory. and um, this too shall pass. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'm one, so proud of you. Uh, That's all. You, <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've been <clears throat> saying this uh, for the last mm. two weeks. Um, about 2,000 years ago, um, Paul is Paul has been killed. Peter has been killed. I think the only one that's left is John. And 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 Christianity is, is this new um, movement that is under persecution under what I call the United States at that time, Rome, Italy. And during the end of the first century, Rome was hit with a uh, uh, a pestilence, a, a disease that is so devastating that everybody has to leave the capital city. Everybody flees the country. And and, and actually, Rome is on its way out. Um, but there are people there that, that are left, that are quarantined, that are, aren't able to get out of the city, and they're suffering greatly for this disease. And this, this little tiny movement that has been persecuted and that uh, uh, everybody's just starting to take notice they stay in the city. This group I'm talking about is, of course, as you haven't already figured out, are Christians. They stay in the city during the first century, during this devastating uh, plague or pestilence, and they minister to the people who, who can't get out of the house, who can't leave the city uh, at the cost uh, and the risk of their own lives. It is this simple act of mercy and kindness and to ministering to those who can't help themselves that puts Christianity on the map, as the Bible said, turns the world upside down uh, to the point where I think the, the leader at that time says that if you have a Christian next to your house, then you are, 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 are truly blessed indeed. It is this act in the time of, of that corona virus if you if you would call it that actually causes christianity to spread from rome from europe to asia minor and all of that 
and, and, and we're here where we are today. And I, I say that to say this, it's, it's, it's no coincidence. We know that, and you've said that in your declaration, that God has a plan. We know God has a plan for everything. But what a great opportunity. You brought that out so well for us to minister like our, 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 the ancestors of this movement, what we call Christianity's religion, that we call Christianity. And during that time, they didn't have churches. They didn't have mega churches. They didn't have, they, they, they had church in houses. But they moved out of their houses and they moved into the streets and they moved into the into the city to, to sow seeds. And we're always sowing seeds. We're always sowing seeds. We don't have the churches now. It's like we're back in the first century. But we have the commission to go out in this pestilence, in this United States right now, and to begin to minister. Who knows what this movement can, can engender? Who knows that Christianity can rise up to new heights now in the, in the face of, 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 of Islam and all these other religions now that are coming up that are claiming that Jesus is not God and, and that our God is not the most high, that we can come through our simple act of kindness and minister to the people who can't minister for themselves the disease. I just want to just... Um, I just wanted to pick that up is that, you know, how God works through cycles and God works through history and God sometimes takes down the gods of, 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 of entertainment and he's bringing down the gods of sports, the gods of work and saying that this is a time for us to go and do the work of the one true God. The harvest is plenty and now the workers can be plenty also. God bless you. Great. Great, great decoration. Love you, sis. That was that was excellent commentary, bro. Listen, there is a uh, a prophecy on my on my personal page that is probably the most accurate prophetic word I've heard in many years. Um, I would encourage you all to go and check it out if you have the courage to do so. Um, it is a hard word. It is a word of judgment and truth. And it happened on January 1st of 2020. Um, it is not somebody that I normally follow. I have, um, you guys got to know, I got a whole bunch of friends that are radically, um, radical believers. <clears throat> and um, one of my sister friends posted it. And it absolutely um left me at a full week. It was amazing and it was so on point. So I just want to encourage you, um, check it out. Check it out. Anybody else have anything? Good morning. This is Tanya. Hey, Tanya. Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> Good morning. I just wanted, I wanted to be, um, Isaiah, it was so amazing. Um, it says, Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, mm -hmm. the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their inequity. The earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. So we on punishment 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. literally go in out, house, close the door and you ain't mm-hmm. coming out until you ain't watching no basketball, no nothing. You ain't going to no more clubs. You not doing, you mm-hmm. want punishment. So go in mm-hmm. there like indignation. I look that up like he is outraged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, I am like, this is serious. We have to understand, but God, you know, is my people who are called by my name. I said, wow, we have to really humble ourselves, like you just said, awesome declaration, take it to another level and know him, bow down to his name at the name of Jesus. So just awesome declaration. Thank you. What scripture was it read? Isaiah uh, 26, 20, and 21. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. I, I just had, I wasn't going to say nothing, but when Tanya opened her mouth, I was like, oh, yeah, that would be a perfect time to say that because people are like, huh? Anyway, um, sister, I just, sorry, pastor, pastor beyond. Um, <laughs> I hate you. You get on every nerve I got. <laughs> you can't tell the whole entire story. You don't hate me, girl. You love me. Anyway, 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 that's a whole nother declaration. I uh, want to say how proud I am am of you. I can only imagine in my sanctified imagination um, that God is up there popping his collar and Jesus and God and the Holy Ghost is fist bumping and chest bumping and all that kind of good stuff. Um, Because of the growth and acceleration that I've seen in your life uh, and how you've led us to this, us, to this point, um, I reflected back to your very (laughs) heart. first declaration. Like when I oh my God. She hung, the Holy Spirit said, Tanya, she hung up. I was like, oh my God, I could still see myself. I could still see myself in my house in Vallejo. I was downstairs. I was downstairs. Um, I was downstairs and I was just putting something in the in the clothes closet. I, and I went in the bathroom and bounced the half bathroom downstairs and I was like, oh my God. So I called her. I was like, Dion. <laughs> so I unmuted and I said, Oh, everyone, just give her a few minutes. She'll be back on the line. <laughs> so today, today, you stand mm-hmm. in authority. Today, um, and your life wasn't all that great. And, and you were slipping and sliding and doing some things and still loving Jesus. And the Holy Ghost would not let me stay anything he said mm-hmm. just keep loving her just keep mm-hmm. going i was like she don't she hard-headed I, mm-hmm. she don't listen mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of you know and even even the vices that you had knowing 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 that the presence of god was over your life and not him not allowing me to say one single word that would be condemning only mm-hmm. when you brought something up and then I was only allowed to say just a little bit because you see it's not about my timing it's not about our timing it's about God's timing and I see where mm-hmm. I'm starting to see where today um, those things were necessary 
for me to witness because it allows me, even as I see people that I love doing things that I know are detrimental or could possibly be detrimental or that are outside of the will of God. Like I love my children dearly, you know, um, but I don't have the right. I'm, I'm not supposed to pastor them right now. I'm supposed to mother and nurture them right now as adults though, right? So, mm-hmm. so I wanted to say that um, thank you for the reminder. Um, I've been off um, a little bit because I've had another major transition in my life. And I'm, my, because I'm an organizer and an administrator, my nemesis is that when things are not in order, I'm thrown off. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally thrown off. Um, and I began to think about that yesterday, but um, I've been listening to the Holy Spirit and I've been listening to him say, pace yourself. You can't do all of this stuff at one time. You've got to pay. And, and ensuring that my parents, my elderly parents that are 87 and 89 do not have to leave the house. You know, if there's going to be a risk, it will, I will take it. And my son who is on dialysis, Send me a text. Let me know what you need from the store, and I'll go. You are you just go to dialysis every other day, right? Because he's at high risk. But I still believe God, and so, um, and so it's it's time. I had a, a little bit of a meltdown, and I I want to say this because you guys need to know that as uh, I'm a leader, not just here on uh, on this call, but like I'm a leader, <laughs> and and as a human being, as a leader. Sometimes we have stuff, and you guys need to know that we have stuff that we go through too. And I had a little bit of a meltdown because it would have been uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about Carl. I've been saying his name out loud, accidentally calling somebody else Carl when I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? And so I knew um, uh, grief is trying to come up. Uh, I don't really want to be bothered with you right now. Go away. And so I was able to do that for a certain amount of time. But when all of this stuff started to happen, I'm saying it for a reason, and I hope you'll bear with me, because um, uh, I want to sh- show you something. So, so when, when these things, when all of these things started to happen, like it was one thing after another, right? Um, the crisis with, I got the news before, you know, I got the news earlier um, than most people about the shelter in place that was getting ready to happen, which allowed me to be in a position to contact the pastor to say, hey, we got to, and, and, and our leaders to say, hey, you need to take action. Anyway, with all that being said, I couldn't put grief to the side anymore. And I finally had a little bit of a, a meltdown because it would be during this time that Carl would have said, okay, Tan, we need to do this. Or he would have analyzed what was going on enough because he was such an analyzer. He's such a um, yeah, analytical thinker. He would have said, we need to think about this or whatever. And I would have taken that to know what I should do. But in this season, it was, oh, my God, I have to make the decision. I, I, like, I have to make life, some of which are life-altering decisions. And that's new territory for me. So I finally gave in to the grief and I gave in to the emotion. Uh, not, not, not to melt completely away. It's, it's, it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is, um, oh, my God, it is therapeutic to allow the tears to come and allow the emotion to come, but not to stay in that place. And, and, and so I allowed it to come and I, and I knew when it was time to let it go. And I felt so light afterwards. I felt really light afterwards because I let it go. Um, so Tanya, what you talking about? 
we're human beings. And for all of us, this is new territory. Not us who've been on the line for a while, not so much us, because we're used to technology and using it as our medium, right? But for many, many, especially older people who are not used to using technology, that are not used to um, the show, all of these things that are happening, um, because we've already been built up, we can take what we've learned over these years or months, however long you've been on the call, we can take it and we can begin to implement it. So, Dion, as you talked about using um, social media and, t you know, I think that I have another project for myself. I don't think I am going to do it. My family and I have started family worship, but it's online. We're using Zoom video conference to have family worship um, uh, and to have our, and we're doing our texting and stuff like that. So all I'm saying is, I'm going to stop. All I'm saying is, is that um, if you feel overwhelmed, um, sometimes you just need to give in and sometimes you need to give in to the emotions. But you, it's not okay to stay there for, for, for hours and days and weeks and months. You're not any good to anybody like that. Give into it and release it. Face it head on. All right, you here? Let's do it and be done with it. Find something to build yourself back up. The joy of the Lord is our strength, right? And so I didn't melt completely away where I didn't have the word. The Holy Ghost ministered to me even during that that. I call it a meltdown, but it's, you know, whatever. I didn't, couldn't think of another word. Um, so now I feel like I'm babbling. I'm going to stop, but I'm encouraged this morning, sis, um, excuse me, pastor, um, as I listen to you with such authority and maturity, I break down the word of God and give instructions so that we can take these instructions and share them with other people, right? We become the light that people are looking, people are looking for right now. God bless you. Yeah. Amen, Nafisha. Thank you, sis. Um, love you. I remember that day so well. And I remember who I was um, just seven years ago. And sometimes in, in this season, I look at myself and I'm like, oh, my God. Or I say something and I'll be like, hey, was that me talking? <laughs> right. And even in the midst of this particular storm, um, and, you know, even with Tam being in a different location and, and her going through what she's going through, we all are dealing with stuff. You know, I want us to always keep in mind that the reality is our times are in God's hands, right? Our times are in God's hands. He knows exactly what your location is. He knows how long it's going to take you and for somebody that may be assigned to mentor somebody through a season. Um, don't worry about how fast you think they should get there. Don't worry about how quickly um, they actually hear or adhere to what it is that you are demonstrating or living out loud before them. Their time, just like my time, just like Tanya's time, is in God's hands and he has a plan. All we have to do is be available, right? All we have to do is practice mindfulness and make sure that we are living in an intentional space so that somebody else might see who he is and begin to operate in the things of the kingdom as a result of your example. And you don't have to judge them. Um, just be there. Don't let people slide down the wall for a long time. Don't let people blow it forever. 
People you say you love, call them on it. <laughs> right? Pull us out. When it's time, though, right? <clears throat> Allow God to give you wisdom with regard to how you are ministering to people even in this season. And, and just do your best to, to live your faith out loud. I guarantee you, um, and I'm, I'm a witness, I have evidence and, and I got proof that if you, like Paul did, listen, just do, do what I've been doing. Live how I've been living. You know, move around like I've been moving around and be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, no matter what you see, no matter what you feel. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. I'm dealing with something right now. It's uncomfortable. It is frustrating. But I know that it is my portion in this season and nothing, no weapon formed against you right up and through here can prosper. The only thing that will cause it to prosper is your perspective. So here is where we get an upgrade in our thinking. We get an mm -hmm. upgrade in how we handle things. We get an upgrade in how we live. Go ahead, Vonda. Hey, you know, um, I was thinking about Paul and when he was dealing with um, Timothy and, um, mm -hmm. you know, he was very sensitive to um, basically, you know, that Timothy needed a little more time, you know, because he said, you know, his stomach a little bad, you know, but he was saying, don't throw him away, you know, just wait right now. He ain't, you know, he ain't in a place where he can, you know, do what you want him to do. But you know what, later on, and if you, you, you follow there, you know, how he dealt with Timothy, I love how he did it, you know, and then we see how uh, Timothy was raised you know, how his mom, how his his granny, and, you know, so he knew what to do. He he just wasn't ready, you know, and Paul said, don't, don't throw him away. You know, he can't come with us right now, but you know what? He's good. You know, he, he's good uh, for what it is that we need him to do. He just ain't ready right now. And so it, it spoke volumes to me because sometimes, you know, um, we, we have to pull over. You know, um, and we all, as uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord, you know, when we when we are in ministry together, we have to, we really have to get to know each other. You know, we, we really have to get to know each other because some things that seem like, you know, uh, are, are not, you know, it's not good or if we're going through a difficult time, someone needs to discern that, you know, and we need people in our lives that will help us walk through some things. You know, it doesn't mean that this is going to last a long time, you know, we, and we have moments. I thank God for this time now that we're going through the difficult times because it doesn't really, um, it has everybody operating different where you would think that, you know, um, how can I say it? You would think that this is a problem. But sometimes we need pro we, God allows problems so we can um, we can get better. We can move from the place that we have been so used to operating in. This I believe this is the finest hour of the church. Oh my God, you know. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> isn't it amazing? It really it is. is. I, the hearts of people are changing. Um, people are not as rude as we would think they would be. Some are scared, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are, you know, I, I ride down the street and I see where it's not as many cars on the street, 
you know, people are not mm-hmm. so much in a, a rush or a hurry. You know, um, it's the it's one of the finest hours that we're going to be able to say that we have experienced where, you know what, we do, we do things differently. And guess what? Ministry isn't Sunday morning. Ministry for us is every day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's every day. And we don't know what opportunities God's going to open up, but he has done that. We've been able to operate differently. Some people who felt like their lives have been obsolete have been doing some things they, they have never thought that they would do. Mm-hmm. You know, really. Mm-hmm. Just, I look at, like, last night, this was something that it, I was a little jealous, but I was like, this is absolutely awesome. My roommate, her family, had, they got together on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I don't walk through the. I walk through the room to go to the bathroom, and all of them are on Zoom, and they're all that. Mm-hmm. You know what they They just checked in, girl. And not just white folks. They was black folks. All her mixed black, white, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And they was like, well, who is that walking through the room? Yeah, it's y'all daughter. It's Ravonda. You know, mm-hmm. awesome. What God is doing? Technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mhm. That's good. It's real. It is real, and and it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing, and I believe <clears throat> even in this, God is glorified. God is honored. God is lifted up. He is. Um. This this is that high above, right? This is this is that that place, and we have the ability to put God back on the throne of our heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And dethrone the things that we've been allowing to overtake us and to lord mm-hmm. our lives. And the cold part is, you know, the devil is slick. He do, he does things very sneakily. And if you pay attention, um, you'll note the things that he is pulling down off the throne of your heart. Mm-hmm. He's pulling some stuff down. I mean, in a major way, he is pulling some stuff down. Mm-hmm. That that's it. And so, if you if you listen and go ahead and you know trust God and let Him do His job, by the time this is over, um, something will happen on the inside of you, and it'll happen in such a way, especially if you take advantage of it, and if you release the idea, if you go ahead and grieve what you thought life would be like right up and through here, you will relieve yourself emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you will absolutely free your mind, honey. And guess what? Loads of, I'll even say downloads of creativity will start to hit you like never before. Because mm-hmm. whether or not we know it, for real, in real life, some, some pastors got some pink slips. Now, they don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. pastors are standing in the seat of Saul's uh, 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 positioning right now. They have been fired and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention, you check it out. You will see when it's all said and done, how you talking about deduced. You talking mm-hmm. about minimized. You talking about uh, repositioning. Go ahead, Mom. But you know what's going to happen? The real fathers. When the Bible says we don't have many of them, the real father's going to step up. That's yes, that's, oh, my yeah. God. Jesus, I'm excited about I'm excited. <laughs> the real father. I'm excited. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's about to be a thing. 
I just want to, first of all, I want to say I am so overjoyed from the um, prayers um, when Didi pray, when Gloria pray, when all the prayers pray, they are so accurate. They with so much substance. And then the declaration and co- comes back with so much uh, foundation, so much nourishment. I, it's just, it's, it'd be so full. How could you not start your day that way? I think that um, in this time, it was funny because I was sitting um, in church on Sunday. Yeah, it's not a bunch of us. It's just a few. Um, but I said, how can I not go? You know, I'm I'm the media person in my church, so I got to go. But I was sitting there, and as they began to talk, the Lord dropped in my spirit, just me and you. And I think Tony, Tony, Tony was right on point when he said, this is the time. This is time. The song was then, but I'm saying this is the time where it's just me and you. It's just the two. And this is just you and God sitting there. And the pastors turn over and say, look at your neighbor. Now you can't do nothing but look over at God and say, Touch your neighbor, talk to your neighbor, and your neighbor going to be your word in the Holy Spirit. So I thank God for this time that, you know, that he has shut some stuff down. I I was reading my Bible, and I looked. I had a note that said 20 plus 20 equal 40, and it was in Exodus. So that's the wilderness. We shut down again, y'all. Shut down. So this is the time. I, I I looked. I said twenty plus twenty forty. As I said, okay, that definitely makes sense. So I get it. And I, and I um, I was listening when you was uh, kept reading it over and over again. But Philippians that four and eight it says finally at the end of it all finally brethren whatsoever that right there yeah and that's three words in one. It's not even. It's together. Whatsoever mm. things are true. Mm. Whatsoever mm. things are honest. Whatsoever mm. things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are a good report. If there be any any virtue and if there be any praise, think on those things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen and done do and do God of peace shall be with you. This is the time whatsoever. So I appreciate your declaration today. I promise you every time I get up and pray and then the declare confirms something that was said, I was praying about a specific someone. And as you guys begin to say, give that person time. I'm giving them time. I'm going to shut all the way up, take a few seats back and keep praying until God says it's time. So thank you again. I love y'all. Um, white people on the victory line, I love y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean by that, Dion. I'm grateful for y'all. All that time I kept turning the dial, I was like, I ain't listening to that, but such a time as this. I love y'all, and I thank God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I hear two people. Let me get an order real quick. Who who was that? You don't know me no more. <laughs> oh no, I I couldn't hear you. Oh, and who else? So is it somebody else though? Jubilant. Oh okay, okay. Go ahead, Lisa. And then Jubilant, you go. So um, sorry. Um, 
I missed saying good morning to your mother. I know she's gone, but hey, <laughs> back. hey, Mother Jackie, it was good to hear her. And I know that made your heart glad. So, um, it did. It'd be a long, long road, but we listen. But we driving, we driving fast now. We on the freeway, child. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, come on come now. On, Holy Ghost. He will restore what the canker worm and yes. the locust and the palmer worm. Glory listen, to God. he do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, won't he do yes, it? He <laughs> yes. Yes, he will. If so you love we, him. we right, 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 and get out the way, um, and, and be mm-hmm. obedient. Um, we are in a time of acceleration. It's amazing how you talked about some people that wouldn't make a decision have been thrusted into position of now do or die. And some have been thrusted out of position because they've been dragging their feet about coming out and didn't know they needed to come out. They knew they needed to come out. They just didn't want to come out for the, the shame of it or whatever <laughs> it is. There's so many different reasons. But now they're being accelerated and they have a reason. Right. They have an excuse, if you will. But it's really a reason because some things that were in place should not have been. And I'm talking about across the board. So this gives us time to reflect. And I love how God has told us on this call that you have been prepared for such a time as this. All the time that we've been going to 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 to, um, church on Sundays, all the Bible studies every single day, excluding Sunday on Declare Victory, all the night calls, all the time you've been picking up your word, all the time that we've been sitting still in the presence of God and praying and receiving and pouring out and receiving. This has all prepared us. Every Bible study we've gone to has prepared us for such a time as this. And every time somebody says, well, God wants to see what's in you, he already knows what's in us because he made us. He's showing us what's in us. Right. Mm -hmm. So if this is a time where we are after everything that we have gone through, all the teaching and the the time that we have gone through learning about him, if this came up and we found ourselves fainting and falling out, this is an opportunity for us to look in the mirror and do that mirror ministry and make some adjustments and find out we can see now if we're in the faith and where are we in our level of faith. Because truth be told, I can show up really well before you, but when I'm by myself, the real me will come out. So this is an opportunity while we're being isolated to do that inward mirror ministry, to look at ourselves Mm -hmm. and see, did I get all frustrated and was I falling out like the world and did I lose hope, the hope that's been poured in me all this time? Every single one of us on this call have been prepared for such a time as this. We keep You've been made ready. You've been thoroughly yeah. equipped for this. Now is not the time to faint and fall out and not recognize that God has called you for such a time as this. Will it be to the nations? Who knows? But it will be to those that you will come in contact with, and we cannot behave like the world does that has no hope. They don't right. have no hope. They're supposed to be frantic and panicking and fainting and falling out. And and I say again, if we have done that, hey, listen, it's okay, because you still got that advocate you can go to. <laughs> you still got right. the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you that you can say, listen, I, I was a little frantic, but now I recognize I belong to you. I'm smack dab in the palm of your hand. You said that no plague will come nigh my dwelling. You absolutely have me covered, and we have not forgot that the blood still works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is time we dig into the word and we remind ourselves of who we are and the position that we have as joint heirs with Christ. And then listen, even still, if he wipe out the whole world, we know where we're going. 
Ain't not, not at all. And that right there is the thing that we can have hope in the Word of God, and that's the importance of hiding the Word of God in our hearts. Some people don't have a Bible, right, a paper Bible. What are we going to do if the Internet shuts down? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's just making us Lisa, aware. say that again. Lisa, say that again. Say it again. Some of us don't have a Bible. We rely on our phones. We rely on, you know, our gadgets and everything electric. Well, listen, I believe that because the enemy is trying to take, you know, he's isolating us, separating us, and that's what he wanted in the beginning. And we do a good job of that ourselves. But what happens when the Internet shuts down? But, you know, that could be a a great movement to start because some people, even though they hear the word of God, they couldn't tell you where uh, uh, Genesis Genesis is, I couldn't tell you anything. Genesis. Right? That's in the back of the book. Start flipping through the pages. And then beyond that, mm-hmm. listen, hide it in your heart. Because there's a yes, time in some places where you get caught with one, you're going to be persecuted, mm-hmm. killed, or tortured. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, well, hiding mm-hmm. it in our hearts so that we will not sin against God, so they will know how to entreat one another, so they will know how to walk this thing out. And then when you know what, mm-hmm. that knowledge thing is power. And all about mm-hmm. getting, getting understanding. Wisdom mm-hmm. is the principal let's thing. And we have the, the, bring the word back. Let's, let's bring have, the word back. We have back. the Holy Spirit, Spirit, right, to do that for us. And it's not a time to be scared because you all, all of us, have been thoroughly equipped. You're more ready than you think you are. And I think tomorrow, just a heads up, I'm going to do the declaration with regard to acceleration in how do you hide the word in your heart. That's yeah. going to be part of my share tomorrow. Just FYI. So if you know someone, because see, it's one thing. To keep hearing scripture, and I know um, we got somebody else that needs to speak, but I just want to say this while it's on my heart. I know that we we can't just be hearers of the word right here. Right. Yeah. Like like that word, like what happens, there are some scriptures I will never be able to forget. Right. Because in that moment, God gave, he breathed life into them and they became oh. meat to me. They became bread to me. And so no different than y'all hear me say Psalms one thirty nine fifteen. When I realized I'm a book <laughs> when I realized that I got pages in me, mm-hmm. you couldn't take that from me if 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 you said here's a million dollars to get that scripture ever existed. It'll never happen. Mm-hmm. It is hidden in my heart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isaiah 54, right? Lengthen your core, strengthen your stakes. For soon you will be bursting on the left and on the right. I can never forget that. Mm-hmm. I can. Ne- there are certain things you'll never forget. Hold on, Vonda. Who, who else I'm going to speak out <laughs> You lying. I'm, I know you. I know. I know. I even know your your. Hmm. Don't fly. All of it. I know it. Like the back of my hand. Amen. Somebody else was gonna speak. Who was that? I forgot. I'm asking all right here. It's it's me. Um, oh oh, Juju. I'm sorry. I'm tripping. I'm just. I, honey, I mean, I when I say I forgot, I really mean it. Well, you know, I just Lisa pretty much said, if, you know, what she for, of course packaged it way better than I would have packaged it, but pretty much said what I was gonna say. You know, I just wanted to, to thank you for being that little child. Uh, at the time that God called you to this line, to get this line started, and you stumbled and, you know, you didn't quite know what you were going to do, but the main thing is that you were obedient. 
not knowing that you were preparing all of us for such a time as this because you know crazy line every you know all of us have the same the ones that have been on this line for a while have the same kind of attitude like we see you know even though it seems like a storm it's, it's a blessing you know it's like even the way that uh we're riding the storm you know we're at peace and it's because of this line it's because you know god we have been in preparation all this time you know you said we've been having church like this for since the thing since this line started right. for real yeah. for real like some crazy people yeah <laughs> <laughs> right thanks for you just like i said being obedient and like i said being that child really not knowing um where it was going how it's going but that god had called you to do it and it might have sounded and crazy. trying to quit honey <laughs> i didn't quit y'all i don't even know how many times i would quit every last one of you jumping over <laughs> And over and over again in my head, I didn't tell Tanya, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm motored. Uh, wait, wait, not only did she quit, not, she tried to she tried to give the call to somebody, and she ran I them sure away. She, I sure did. Because it wasn't there. I sure did. And it really was sure, away. Listen, mm-hmm. and I'm motored. Who I'm motored? That's all I can say is I'm shy. Still, Juju, Juju, I'm sorry. Can I? I'm sorry. Can I just say this one thing? Thank God though for a pliable heart, Um, because you know sometimes we get in ourselves, um, but then we then we recognize, oh wait a minute, what am I doing? And God is so loving, He's so sovereign that He, that's even written, right? But but we get a chance, we get the opportunity. There are some people who were hard headed. They were given assignments. Listen to this. This is a teachable moment. They were given assignments. They were too afraid. Um, they doubted themselves or whatever the case was, and they didn't do it. And now they're kicking themselves because they know they should have been the one to do it. I'm going on mute. She's going on mute. I'm, I'm after, a... <laughs> after what? Yeah, after that, she's going to throw the mic down. Guess what the Holy Spirit told me yesterday, though? See, right, right up and through here, guess what we're going to be able to see, y'all? I'll just just so y'all be aware, you're going to get to see the motives of hearts of men. You're going to start to see even people that you think their their intentionality is about kingdom. You're going to get to see their t- intentionality is about their objectives and their agenda. Wow, yeah. We're we going we gonna to be able to see Who's who and what's what? Because the Holy Spirit told me yesterday, presentation is beautiful, but motivation is intentional. And the matters of a man's heart are what separate him. Uh, Even the story of Mary and Martha, Martha was getting it. She was fried chicken. She was busy. She was doing this. She was doing that. And Mary wasn't tripping. She just chilling. I'm just going to enjoy your presence. I'm just going to enjoy you being sovereign. I'm just going to sit here. And whatever it is you want to give me, if you don't say a word, your presence is enough. So we're going to see a whole lot of presentations, a gang of them. But we will also, there, there will, they will be powerless. And in this season, there's a transfer and there is a literal download. We're going to see more miracles, signs, and wonders than we've ever seen in our lives. Like literally, 
We're going to see people get healed of diseases they never um, thought there was a cure for. We're going to see people healed right before our eyes. And I have a feeling if you're available, it might be some of us. Real talk. Because it's a matter of our posture, it's a matter of our heart, it's a matter of our objectives and our agendas. And if we spend time in straight worship, right, even when we do our lives, not worrying about responding to the people, right, but really, really worrying about penetrating the hearts of men through the power of presence, through, right, through rejoicing and praise. Rejoice. And again, I say rejoice in the Lord. Like it's a whole new season where you're going to have to lose yourself in his presence and not be worried about the people. Right? And this ain't the time for church building. This is the time for seeking and saving those that are lost. I ain't said no church people. If we don't never go to church again, listen, I've been going to church out of obligation for a long time. Amen. Because church is not where it's at for me. I don't, I don't care about that. <laughs> Listen, yesterday I went to Walmart um, to, go, to go grab something. And so as I'm walking in the door, there was a gentleman who said, ma'am, do you have a dollar? I said, sweetie, I don't, I don't have any cash. But may, you know, because sometimes they'll tell you they don't want nothing out the store. They want some money. I said, may I get you something to eat instead? And so it was him and his little girlfriend. And so he said, yes. So I asked him, what did he want? Now, mind you, I don't have a whole bunch of money. Y'all got to know I'm a contractor. So the people that pay me ain't going to work. So I ain't got no money for, I don't even know how long. But guess what? I don't need nothing. And I ain't had the hoard to do it. But guess what this baby said he wanted? Some cereal and some milk. Some cereal and some milk. And so I said, well, do you want me to get you some lunch meat and some bread? No, we ain't going to eat that. Can you, can you give me some Frosted Flakes, please? <laughs> Baby, I, I couldn't wait to get in there and get that. Because I was going to get literally one thing. I couldn't wait to get in there to get that gallon of milk and then Frosted Flakes. Listen, I came outside. You would have thought I gave them some lobster bisque child and some uh, garlic cheesy biscuits baby you talking about excited and so i i said that to say this right when and, and do me a favor look people in their eyes acknowledge them treat them like you want to be treated and i don't care i mean they they dirty dusty nasty been outside cold frustrated all of the stuff make people feel like they something and they somebody. It, it was the most amazing thing for that baby to look back at me and just smile. You hear me? Like this, this, this where ministry happened. This is not about um, taking pictures, uh, fixing plates. So, so, so what? Just do it. Right? And I'm, I'm not saying that that's not a good thing because it encourages people. But right now, don't worry about no credit. Don't, don't worry about that. Just handle it. You will never know for real what you're planting in this season. And some of y'all gifts and talents, don't just do it for money. Plant right here. My, I promise I didn't understand what my grandmama meant, but now I get it. This is a season right here when it's lean, when it's ugly. Baby, if you got a gift, serve in it. 
Don't worry about what's coming back. I got proof. I ain't had no job for almost three years and my overhead $5,000 all day. Where it comes from, mm, <laughs> that's all I could say. But right up and through here, man, get it in from the bottom of your heart without a, a, without an agenda. But because you can, because God empowered you. Don't worry about we lost you. Don't said, worry. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't don't worry about who watching. Just do what you know God called you to do. Sorry, I went on a tangent. <clears throat> Anybody else got anything? Good morning. Good morning, Deanna. This is Sister Priscilla. Been listening to you. Hi, Priscilla. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to, I got to say this, and and I may say a little bit more, but I got to say this to you guys, um, to you, to Tanya. um, I love, first of all, the relationship you guys all have. I am thankful and grateful for your ministry. I am thankful and grateful for you and Tanya for staying and loving you through the process. I am just grateful I'm on this line. I'm grateful that she, Tanya, uh, tarried with Nick and he received the Holy Spirit. And I'm grateful watching his walk because it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. And I'm like you, I'm a contractor. And, you know, real estate business, it is what it is. You know, right now it is what it is. And um, I've been in my house isolated, but yet I've had to go out as well. Um, And I didn't know how I was going to buy groceries, but I wasn't, I had peace. I wasn't tripping. Yes, I do have some more money in my 401k. So I know it's there, but, you know, I'm like, God, I really don't, you know, I don't want to go back in there. Um, but I'm glad I have it at the same time. And it's for such a time as this. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my niece out of nowhere just calls me up and just says, I want to buy you groceries. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I needed them. I could have survived on what there were some things I needed. And it wasn't like I was telling her my business because I don't tell my business. You know, I just said, God, I trust you. I don't know where you're taking me from. I've never been here before. I don't know what's going on, but I trust you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not an easy place to be in considering all that I've been through. And we all go through it. And I'm not putting myself up there like it's something special that I'm going through. You know, I, I just, you, you, I'm with you, God, and I'm glad that I, that I know you. Last night he had me up in the book. He whispered, said, read the book of Malachi. I've never read the book of Malachi. I even said to him, Malachi, I know he in the Bible, but where's that book? It's what I said in my head. And I sat there and read it, read it, short little book, understood why some of it, but got confused by it because it's, a, you know, I don't really know what I'm reading. I'm reading it being obedient, but I said, I guess you'll tell me later what I'm understanding and why you have me reading this. But the point I'm making is this. I so heard you this morning. I so heard you. I've been hearing you all this time. The short time I've been on this on this line. I just want to say to you women, the men who are here, amazing. What a blessing. You've been here six, seven years. You've been listening to this, going through this. Oh, what a blessing. 
What you just have no idea. The short I haven't been here a year. The short time I've been here, it's like when I miss it, I feel like I've I've missed something very necessary that's needed. Everything, everyone, every comment, the bantering, the communi- the communication, saying you know, church ain't what it is. You know, I get why you say that. I understand. You know, um, I just want to say. You, your ministry, I just thank God for it. And it's just such a blessing. It's so encouraging. It's so nourishing. If you don't refer nobody else but to this line, you have done an amazing thing for that person if they jump on it. And if they, if, if you don't do nothing else but that, you've done something for the kingdom. And I just, I just say, you know, God bless you all. God bless you all. It is just God bless you all. And thank you, Dion, for being who you are <laughs> and Tanya being who you are and all the other ladies. I'm forgetting your names right now. But like you say, you've got so many leaders on this line, so many. It's amazing. God bless you guys. Good so morning. Like Good morning. Look, look, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, good morning, Claire Victory family. This is Zakia from Sacramento. Um, I just want to say thank you. I think it was Tanya who shared the story um, about your first declaration, um, me coming mm-hmm. into your journey at this point and hearing how radical and bold you are. I would have never, ever guessed. Um, that I hung the whole <laughs> That you hung up, up you ran, and hard. that just definitely inspires me to stay before him it's yeah. building my faith and trust in him that god because I, I know he's the same god and he's not a respecter of person so he if he can take you from there to where you are i just got to stay before him so that he can do it within me so and i needed i so needed that this morning so thank you ladies and thank you for um staying with it even when you were scared, right, and hung up, you still came back. You didn't let shame or anything else take you off the call or from what he told you you needed to do. Um, so just thank you for living that out loud, scared and all for all of us, especially for me to see. Amen. Amen. Hey, let me, let me help. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. I just oh, want to say to be encouraged. I don't even know why. Well, now I do know you needed to hear it. I just want to say be encouraged. Um, speak when you're just do it afraid but I want to tell you guys something Um, the type of relationships that I have with with my circle with with my front row is that I'm gonna cover you because that's my that's my that's what I'm supposed to do and so nobody knew she hung up y'all know it today but nobody knew Mm -hmm. I covered her Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't put her on blast that's what love will do that's what Mm -hmm. spiritual maturity will do and Absolutely. God will give you how to cover people. I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Super important in the, the midst of it. And Zakia, let me let me take you one further. When I initially, um, when the Lord told me, I had been praying probably since I was, well, not probably, since I was 24 years old, right? But I was still, I was struggling. I was afraid. There was some childhood trauma, some things that I had experienced, Um that God had to walk me out of a very, very We can't hear you, Dion. Sorry. 
Yeah, I know my my earpiece came off. I'm sorry, guys. But there there were some things that God had to walk me out of. I had a whole boyfriend. I was still walking and living in fornication, but I would get up every day and pray anyway because there was I was arrested. Right, very short lived. Um, no sooner than I started the line, um, he told me, I, "You what you doing?" You know, you're going to have to choose. You're going to do what I need you to do, or you're going to do what you and your flesh want to do. And it was difficult. It was it was hard to walk away from things that were familiar and regular and cultural, right? And so I, I even remember when the Lord told me, because Zakia, there is a, uh, a prayer mantle on your life that's very loud. You have um, a trombone sound. I can't explain it. Uh, but I promise you, you'll get to it as long as you stay uh, coupled with the orchestra, as long as you stay around uh, the orchestra, as long as you stay around the other musicians that were created to make a sound, um, God is going to teach you how to use your sound. You got to find your watch and get in it, right? And so begin to pray and ask God to show you your location of prayer because there's a specific area of prayer that he has for you in an effort to walk you to a different place the mantles on your life mandate um you being set apart very differently see the 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 stuff that's on my life is so stringent and makes me so uncomfortable consistently even with miss priscilla sharing what she shared while I want to climb underneath my bed. One of the things that I appreciate more than anything is that she said, we, she said, us, she said, you all, right? And while there were, um, I can give glory to God for her acknowledging the obedience that I had to walk in for us to get here. But what means more to me than anything is that she said, we, us you all right and so the only way you know something is alive is if it can exist without you declare victory can exist without me if i never called again let me tell you what's gonna happen it's gonna be a, a, a opening there's gonna be prayer and somebody's gonna teach if i never show up again see y'all don't even know that in the morning every day before the declaration, I get on a whole nother prayer call first and then get on. How about that? Right? And the call never misses a beat because God established this. Obviously, Dion did not. Right? And so what I what I want to encourage you in, no matter what state you're in, if you start to practice the presence of God, if you start to be intentional about sitting at his feet and getting in his face and sitting quietly enough to hear what he has to say, your obedience will override your fear. Your obedience will override your unfamiliarity. Because I wasn't familiar with how to do it. I didn't know what to do. And my best friend was crazy enough. I was like, listen, you got to get on this call and something. Mm. <laughs> And so I just thank God for being so desperate for something different, that he disciplines me to live my life 
out of my flesh and not to be okay with a substandard of his power, not to be okay with a substandard of church as usual, not to be okay with a substandard of regular functionality as a quote unquote uh, churchgoer, but to be in the way. This, this is what we call in the way. We in the way. Amen. 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 Thank you. That's all. But don't, don't, if you, if you still blowing it, and I'm not saying you should, because right up and through here is a good time to get discipline. You feel me? Like he he gave us action and having a seat. Yeah. Right. Without being shamed, where we can literally work out our own soul salvation in private before he, because, because right now, let me tell y'all something. He about to put some suckers on blast. It's about to be a theme. I'm telling you. Yeah. You don't get it right, right up in here where he gave you action and being at home alone with no witnesses. Sitting down. Listen, you will see. Watch. Y'all thought Larry Reed live was bad. Yeah. About to be a mess. Nope. I know we're, we're gonna run over, huh? I wanted to say something. This is Pam. This is Prophet Pam. On, I can... Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know, when you, hey, I, um, I'm just enjoying this conversation, this meat, this food for the day, this breakfast of champions. Um, when you were talking about um, going to that store and, you know, the. You, the guy, you were offering him food, and he asked for frosted flakes. It reminded me a couple of weeks ago. I just praise God. He's just showing because um, I've been in this silent season. I'm just have to turn stuff off. <laughs> I have to get off Facebook. I need to be with God, right? And um, more. And um, I, w- I, I was at the grocery store. I'll say, try to say this real quick. I was at the grocery store a couple of weeks ago, and it's like. Um, Ground Zero of Silicon Valley, and this is when everybody was, like, running around like it was the end of the world, grabbing things, and it was just, like, chaos in the store. That's already, the store's already like this already. And I don't know how God put, turned me to in the middle list, and I'm going down the aisle looking for certain things, too, and my eyes locked on these two little boys. One looked like he had to be, like, maybe about six, and the other one looked like he might have been seven or eight. And they were what looked like their mother, and the mother looked worried and running around too. And their eyes looked so um, scared. And something just made me like I love kids anyway. I just sat in the middle of it. Hi, how you guys doing? And it just was weird how it came out because there's all this chaos, but it just they looked so frightened. And um, I just, you know, I hi, said hi, how are you doing? Like kind of being like nothing's going on, but just acknowledging them, and they kind of looked up and had a little smile. But I can't get them out of my mind, and I pray because um, some of you know I had in the past anxiety, and I know things like this can start like when you're a little kid like that. And I'm just praying for you know where a little kid might be like, okay, this might be traumatizing for them down the line. God, you know, allows. Um, them to all get through and everything and live a long, healthy life. They might have to look back and be like, well, I remember there was this COVID-19 and I was in a store because that's how those little things start. So I just praise God that he's giving me other areas to pray for like that. So um, I just wanted to share that. And I just hope everyone has a blessed, blessed day and stay safe and healthy.
Amen. Good, good stuff, Pam. And, and it, it speaks to what I said before about taking the time to look people in their eyes. It's, it's amazing how God will begin to give you a burden if you allow him to. Even though you think it's silly or simple, don't. Don't, don't think it's silly or simple. Um, even, even down to just the simple encounters that you think are worthless and futile, I promise you everything about him is intentional, right? It's kind of like the, the, um, the Samaritan man, and the man that was beaten, and he, he just stopped. Like everybody that we would have expected to stop did not, right? So, so don't, don't take it lightly when you encounter people and you have the ability or the power to demonstrate some kindness. Do it intentionally. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. I said. Um, I just want to share with you how um, human kindness was shown toward me. Um, I went to the marina. Me and my husband went to the marina to walk the dog and just to get some air. We had been in the house for a week and just thought it would be a good idea, right? And um, you guys know that I suffer with arthritis. Um, my legs began to cramp as I was halfway around the circle. And there was no way for me to get back but to walk back. But Jeff was on the other side, and he could see me because I had on white tennis shoes, and my dog is white. And he called me on my cell phone, and he said, baby, because he went back to the car to get a jacket. And he said, baby, I see you. Um, you stopped to talk to a man. That's you, right? And I said, yes. I said, baby, I got to come back. I said, because my legs are cramping. He said, what? I said, yeah. I said, um, I sat down on the bench for a minute. I said, but I'm going to try to walk back. And he said, okay. So I'm walking back. And um, he said, give me the leash. And I'll, you know, let Jax walk around for a little while so that he can use it. And I said, okay. And by the time I get to this bench that I could see, I see the bench. I see my legs tightening up. And I took my shoes off. And what did I take my shoes off for? It was like letting my joints say, let's go for it. And baby, my legs went to cramping so bad. I started screaming. I said, yeah! Oh, no. Right? So when this happens and it has happened on more than one occasion he goes to the freezer and he gets these ice packs that we have and he puts them all between my legs that's the episode that we have to do well i'm outside right and we ain't got no ice and he says start calling on the name of jesus so i started saying lord lord, lord jesus lord jesus in the name of jesus why did these three or four little boys on their bikes stop the ice cream truck and get the ice cream man, tell the ice cream man that he needs ice? His wife is, is screaming and hollering in pain, and he needs ice. By the time Jeff got to the truck, the man had already chopped off a piece of ice 
and was getting ready to give it to him in the bag. I just got this story today. Um, I didn't know that all of that was going on, but it, it felt like um, it was so bad, you guys. I have never heard it like that in my whole entire life. And my baby was just on it. He, he he said, just lay on the table. I said, I can't lay on the table. He said, baby, I got to put the ice on your legs. Lay on the table. He was just putting the ice from one leg to the other leg. But everybody that went by, I could hear them asking him, do you need help? Is she okay? And just, just genuine concern for me. And um, I was so... I was so glad that I knew Jesus. I was so glad to have a husband that knew what to do. I was so grateful. Yeah. I was just grateful. I was just grateful. I was just grateful for them little boys on that bike that stopped the ice cream truck because the ice cream truck was getting ready to leave. And I don't mm. know who can relate. But when you say and you sanctify it, you feel with the Holy Ghost, you still get scared. Because when you have pain that you have no control over, and all you can do is call on the name of Jesus, that's enough. And my baby was praying with me. He was calling on the name of Jesus as he was putting the ice between my legs. And I came home, no, I, I left out of park. A young lady came up to us and she said, I, let me help you. She grabbed one leg and Jeff grabbed the other leg because Jeff went and got the car. I said, just go get the truck so we can go. So he ran and got the truck and he, I could hear him zooming over the grass to get to me. And the young lady came, and she cared. She picked me up with one side, and Jeff had the other side because I couldn't even – my legs, my feet couldn't even touch the ground. It was so bad. I tried to stand up, and I couldn't. And they carried me and put me in the car. And I don't know where those people are that helped me, but I'm so grateful that they were there. I'm so grateful that the ice cream truck was there. And I just wanted to share that, that I almost went to the park by myself and just said, wait for me. And I said, look, I've been praising God in here. I've been worshiping. I've been speaking in tongues for about an hour. Baby, I'm on the road. Don't stop me now. He said, wait for me. And I can hear in my Spirit that I needed to wait for him and that it needed to be a group. Both of us needed to go. And I waited for him. And had I not waited for him, there's no telling what would have happened. But I don't even want to find out. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. Yep. Real stuff. Real stuff. Thank you for sharing that, sis. Thank you for sharing that. Amen. And the folks that have you say, 
Girl, you better say you healed in the name of Jesus. Girl, you better you better not be speaking that over your life. Don't be saying you got arthritis. Good morning, family. It's Marisha Natisha. Um, I just love you all. I, that's, that's it. <laughs> I just love you. Glory to God. Amen. Well, y'all, it is about 8.20. We're a little over time. Nevertheless, um, I believe it's been a a good morning. And uh, just a a reminder for those that... um, that will tonight is TNT Bible study. Feel free to jump on the line, 7 p.m., Pastor LaBelle. Um, uh, before you yes. in this, I have to say this because I, I meant to say it earlier, but, you know, we get excited, and then the Holy Spirit just keeps bringing this back to me. So I want to um, co-sign with Tam, um, with Tam, excuse me, with Tam, um, but with Tan, about the authority that I heard in your voice this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I hadn't heard it before, but there was something about it that um, commanded attention. And um, I know that um, God is doing some amazing and great things um, in all of our lives. And I just want you to know that um, I, I heard it and um, I appreciate it. And I want to thank you publicly in front of people who probably won't um, for what you put out the other day for the pastors. There are some people that um, this is not their time to quit, but they need some help. And for you to get on Facebook and offer that up for free, that that was amazing. I wanted to type something in the, the um, comments, but I know people wouldn't understand it. So I was like, whatever, I'll just tell you. But I'm going to tell you in front of your family, um, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and I'm just mm-hmm. grateful for, for the position that God has moved you into and how um, you're demonstrating that in front of us. So um, I love you. I have to say that. Thank you, sis. I, I appreciate that. Can I can I make y'all laugh real quick? Can I tell y'all how I argue with God? I was like, Jesus, I've been doing stuff for free for a long time. I'm tired of doing I'm tired of doing stuff for free. This is more seed in the ground. Listen. And and guess what he said? He said, eh, don't worry about it. Now, but th- this is the part. This is what he shared with me yesterday. People have so many trust issues in the body of Christ. People have been um, abused emotionally. And the people who have ooky motives don't trust anything or anyone, and I'm a girl talking about technology. So I've been warring um, against the spirit of pride because some of them are ashamed to say they don't know how, right? right? And so if you guys would with me, for real, just if it crosses your mind, just pray for pastors and leaders, especially the ones who have been stuck for a really, really long time, because if nothing else, guess what it's going to do? It's going to teach them how to pass the mantle. 
which is one of the things that God is trying to do in this season for folks that have been holding the mantle of, of being pastor um, out of control and pride. That Jezebelic spirit, he's breaking it down. You hear me? On a whole nother level. And this is the time stuff is being tried by the fire, and some stuff is just going to get burnt up. Like I said, Pink Slip City. Yeah, it's just going to get burnt up. Pink Slip City, honey. Have a seat. Your season has ended, and not and not because you're done, but because you will not obey me, and you're stuck in your tradition and your religion. You're stuck in your way. That's it. He's shutting it down. Right. Amen. But thank you, thank you for that, Lisa. So this mm-hmm. is uh, nourishing again. I felt that all in throughout my spirit when you said he was shut. I felt that. I felt it. So yeah, all true. It's it, man. <laughs> um, I'm not really like saying a whole lot because I am out of my mind, exhausted. So I got on, didn't hear the declaration, but I just heard the conversation. But um, news news update, uh, I have so much toilet tissue now that I don't have nowhere to put it. <laughs> don't tell nobody else that, hush. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, because I, I went and got my baby because the school is closed. So, uh, yeah, I went and got her, and I just got here at, like, 3 this morning, so I'm out of my mind. But I just, it's such a, um, like, I have to be on the call, even if I just hear the uh, the greeting. And I didn't even hear who was going to do what. I, got, I just heard the greeting, and then I fell asleep. But then I woke up when the conversation started. So, um, yeah, but, yeah. I'm just that's that's why I just said I just love you, I just love you all. Um, yeah, but oh god, I'm, I'm just I'm in tears. I was in tears about the frosted flakes and hearing Priscilla talk and just this is a lifeline. It's definitely a lifeline. So yeah. Amen. Thanks Amen. for that. Amen. Well, guys, it is 8.30 now. I'm uh, a couple things I need to take care of. I'm about to put my boyfriend in my lap and get to work and prepare for this training at 3.30. If you um, would, for those of you that would, I put a a flyer on Facebook just for um, this online training that I'm going to do for pastors and leaders only. Um, If you would share it. That would be a blessing to me. I would love to empower some folks um, to get to just just to to at least get some type of an insight. So um, that being said, listen, I love you guys with the love of the Lord. I'm praying that he would begin to give you supernatural downloads and strength, uh, strength on the inside, not only to endure, but to accelerate, to move past and beyond what you think you see in places of prominence and power uh, by spending time in his presence. And I believe that he's about to blow our minds with some next level living. You hear me? 
like literally some next level living, if you would just obey God, if you would just find, carve out time, make an intentional time to spend time in prayer, not for the things you think you need, but begin to make your prayers and supplications. That's for your bloodline. That's for your unsaved folks. That's for your uh, siblings and relatives and cousins and uh, acquaintances that are struggling with homosexuality, that are dealing with addiction, that are dealing with uh, homelessness and brokenness and unforgiveness and bitterness and rebellion. That means pray for stuff that matters right here. Don't you be praying for no tissue and no chicken. He got that. Right. Next level thinking um, that he would elevate your perspective in an effort to get his will in the earth and that you find a place to serve. Find a senior to serve, find a homeless person to serve, cook some, make some sandwiches, buy some uh, crackers or some Vienna sausages and crackers. They appreciate that. Get some cases of water. Write the simple things, y'all. Buy some gift cards if you don't want to do that. Whatever, just something. Find a space to serve. It's important. Don't sleep, okay? Find some kids to feed that ain't getting lunch because they ain't at school. Amen? That's it, y'all. Listen, I love you. Uh, I want to see some lives, for real. Y'all, you know who you are. Quit, quit being the scary cat. Do what you got to do, and don't be talking to them church people, honey. Talk to them people who don't know him. Honey, share share the uh, uh, prayer of salvation online. Do that. How about that? Right? Somebody might might just accept Jesus because you weren't afraid to be who God called you to be. So listen, y'all, with that said, I love you. I pray you have an amazing day. This is not quarantine. This is finding your space in God's presence. Let's call it that for however long he says. Let's do it like uh, Daniel and did. Amen. Love y'all. Have an amazing day. Rejoice Amen. Love you, Lord. sister. Love you. Love you. Love Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love let the Lord you say, everyone. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.